Hello and welcome to Jada Says. As promised, this is a bonus upload featuring my lovely friend Georgina, where we're going to be answering some questions that you guys have sent in from Instagram on the topic of Barcelona and the Erasmus programme. So without further ado, here's the podcast and I hope you enjoy. Would you like to say hello? Hello. (laughs) Okay, so let's jump into the questions, I guess. Yeah, let's go for it. So the first question is, do you have to pay a lot up front when doing a study abroad or is it a lot spread out? Um, so I don't know how it works at other universities, but at our university, we didn't have to pay anything up front other than our insurance, which is very cheap, actually. Yeah. Um, the only thing we had to pay up front was our deposit for our flat. And that's not until your whole placement is confirmed and everything. So I think that's the only thing we paid up front, right, George? Yeah, and he was really, he was quite relaxed about it as well. Like, he didn't really make make us do it, did he? So, yeah, yeah. I don't think we, yeah, that was literally it. We didn't really, yeah, we didn't have to pay anything up front, actually. That was, yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, um, but the only thing is, because we stayed in a flat, our experience is a little different as, to, as opposed to if you're going to stay in halls. Yeah, that's true. So I think it's worth just checking it out, but... For us, that was the only thing we had to put up front. So, another question. What's the nightlife like there? And I'm going to let Georgie answer this one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's pretty good. (laughs) We've been on, um, what, two nights? Well, like, two proper night-night out. Yeah. Like, where we went to clubs. And we've also been, you know, just to some bars and stuff. Um, And it's kind of crazy because it's, really different like when we went to the clubs we had to leave we left at like one and um so yeah it was very it's like obviously in London you go out late as well but over here it's like all like a lot later um so it's pretty crazy in the club even even though we'd be there at like one one thirty it still wouldn't get full till like three o'clock in the morning and then you'd finish at like five in the morning when the like buses and uh, metro would be running again but yeah they were really good like the first night we really enjoyed it but the music wasn't really our kind of <laughs> yeah it wasn't really our vibe we liked it but it was you know it was just kind of like hardcore and we weren't really that into it but the next night when we went out they um it was like r&b and more like london club music and we had a really really good time and yeah all the bars and stuff also really nice we've been drinking like way too much sangria <laughs> <laughs> way, <laughs> too much. <laughs> way too much <laughs> but yeah everyone's really friendly and like every night we've been out it's actually been a really good night is the education system different to the UK? Now, this question's a bit hard for us to answer because we've, we don't only, really actually, <laughs> we've only actually been to one class at this moment. Not that we're skipping any, but our classes just don't start until February. <laughs> yeah. So um, from what we've experienced, I guess, it's I don't different. really, I think that like the content is different, but then again, we're doing a different course to what we do at home. So the content of what we do is or co- the content of what we're doing in class is different. Yeah. Um, the whole university experience, I guess, I don't really know because I feel like we haven't experienced Yeah, that. we haven't really experienced that. I just think the one thing we've kind of noticed is that, um, obviously, because like Jada just said, our next class doesn't start till end of February. And so it seems like their classes all seem to be... Well, some of them are the entire period, like all the three months or, or six months, or five months, sorry. But um, a lot of them only seem to be like shorter periods of time. But oh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I guess for us, it's also different because we're not just doing 
the journalism degree we're doing um audio visual like communications and like PR and stuff like that so it's just a bit different like we got to choose from a variety of things considering we needed English classes yeah um yeah one thing that I will say is different though and I feel as though when you go to a country that isn't the UK maybe this is their structure but um here at our university um the courses and classes come in three languages so oh, yeah. there's some courses that are in Spanish some courses are in Catalan and some classes are in English so it's quite helpful for like exchange students who don't know the language like us because yeah, <laughs> we can just do classes in English whereas um people that actually study there full-time they can pick one in their mother tongue which is Spanish um they can pick one in Catalan which is also I guess their second language or they can pick one in English because they learn English anyway so um yeah I guess that's the only thing that's really different to um that I've really noticed that yeah different I guess UK. also because our uni is like an internet it's like it because it's called like internet it's got an international in the name so it also might be a bit different from other like yeah unis but obviously we don't know that also because um we recently found out that our university in Barcelona it's actually a private university. It's not a public one like the one we go to at home. Yeah, which so we didn't know that. Yeah, we completely did not know that. So I feel as though the experience between a private university and a public university is very different. different. Yeah. yeah, it's just different anyway. So, yeah, I mean, we can't really compare the two because we've not yeah. really been to classes. But... <laughs> well, hopefully soon we'll be able to do a better <laughs> comparison. But <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Could you imagine a life in Barcelona or do you think a few months is enough? Um, For me personally, I could see myself living here. (laughs) I mean, I I know it's a bit early. I've only been here two months, but I actually could see myself living here full time, provided that I know the language. But (laughs) yeah, I could see my life here. What, What about you, Georgie? Yeah, honestly, the same. I'm pretty sure I actually said this to you when we, like, a few days after we'd moved here. I was like, I know we've only been here for a few days, but I genuinely feel like if I could, <laughs> like, the same to you, if I could speak um, fluent Spanish, I would love to live here. Like, I've obviously, because I've only just moved, well, obviously we're not there at the moment, but I only just moved to London. So for me, it was like this whole new city and I really loved it. And I was like, oh, there's nowhere. Like, I knew I'd love Barcelona, but I was like, there's nowhere I'll love it as much as London. But I really do. Like, it's such a beautiful city and we've not even been here long and we're both just loving it. And I genuinely could imagine a life here, like with kids and stuff. But it's just the fact that I would need to know the language fluent, especially because we're doing um, journalism and writing and all that type of stuff. It would be hard to get a job out here. But I guess theoretically, like... I could see myself living here. (laughs) What's it like living somewhere where the main language isn't English? Now, I kind of touched upon this um, earlier in the podcast. Um, A lot of the people here either have like a basic understanding of English or even if they don't, they're quite eager to help you anyway and try and work out what it is that you're talking about. Yeah, they're so sweet. (laughs) But it's not as hard as I thought it would have been, to be honest. Again, we've only been here two weeks, but... It's not, I thought it was going to be a lot harder. I thought the, the communication barrier would be so hard. But it's it's not really been a problem, to be honest. I mean, there's always apps and translators. Yeah, we've, we've been, been using apps. <laughs> <laughs> we've been using them a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like in today's society, there's always a way to work around those things anyway. Oh, so. definitely. Like yeah. we were I even mean, in I'm the store one day <laughs> and there was um, 
we were trying to buy some croissants, I think it was. And we were trying to point it out and say what we wanted, but the woman didn't understand. Oh. And there was this man standing next to us with a baby. And he was like, and then he just he just translated it for us. And I was like, oh, okay, like <laughs> Oh yeah, that was when we were them. Oh yeah. I was like, thank you so much. Like nah, and then I asked really him, helpful. I was like, oh, what does that word mean? And then he told me. Because like there's so many people here, it's like even if you don't even if you don't understand Spanish and they don't understand English, someone around you will hear. They'll just help you anyway. So yeah. it's, it's not as hard as I thought it would be. No, it's really not. <laughs> Why did you choose Barcelona? Now, um, I think I discussed this before in my podcast, um, but when me and Georgie applied to do Erasmus, it was very late. <laughs> so the only options we had left Barcelona or Czech Republic and to me not that there's anything wrong with Czech Republic and I do actually want to go to the Czech Republic but for me I feel like I'd be more comfortable studying in Barcelona um, just because I have family that have lived in Spain before I know people that are Spanish and it's just easier for me in terms of communication and also it's a lot closer to home and um I don't know, I've just, Barcelona is just one of the places I've always wanted to visit. So, I don't know, for me, it is, it was, do you know what? Obvious choice. <laughs> yeah, like, the final decider for me was the weather. <laughs> <laughs> like, as much as I've come here to study, Barcelona is known for its weather and its beaches. And, yeah, I guess that pretty much made up my mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough, to be honest. Why did you choose Barcelona, Georgie? <laughs> yeah, well, obviously, kind of the same situation. I could only choose between Spain and Czech Republic. And the Czech, Czech Republic somewhere I really, really do want to visit. Like, I would love to go there. And um, I've heard really good things about it. But when we were, like, looking at the university websites... Um, the uni like the website was just I remember we couldn't translate it and it was super oh, complicated yeah. whereas the Spanish one was like it looked like an official it sounds bad so obviously both unis but it looked like an official uni and um I just figured it looked like it had better courses and stuff and we could actually use the website and obviously same reasons as you as well the weather's nice and like I guess Spain is the more obvious option of the two <laughs> but yeah my main choice was because of the the website immediately to put me off. I was like, I can't be going to a uni that doesn't have the website in English. (laughs) Also, another major factor in our decision-making was that um, the university in Czech Republic was actually a film academy. Yeah. And we study journalism at home, so film, as as cool as it sounds, it's not really what we want to do. Whereas if we went to Barcelona, we could study... Yeah, true. (laughs) But if we came to Barcelona, we could study journalism. And we didn't end up picking journalism, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's just having the option, whereas not having the option. So yeah, it was it was kind of a no brainer for us. <laughs> Are there any British foods you can't find in Barcelona? Hmm. What do you think? We George? haven't really been looking for British food though. We're in yeah. Barcelona. Like, <laughs> we're not really looking for that type of stuff. I don't know. Like I, I mean, I haven't. You don't see like pubs like. You see bars, you don't really see pubs though, so I guess not like you won't, you're not gonna find like fish and chips or bangers and mash yeah. or any of that type. Like traditional English stuff that like pub food, you won't find in other European countries. Like I've not seen it anywhere before. Um, but yeah, we obviously haven't been looking, we just we've been looking for Spanish foods, <laughs> Spanish and Mexican, yes, please. Yeah, I mean, 
at this moment, bear in mind, we've only been here two weeks. I think the hardest thing for us to find was tuna. <laughs> <laughs> but it turned out to be easy, though, because yeah. we yesterday, there was, like, a massive shelf. The thing is, here in Spain, right, what me and Jada just can't get our heads around is for some reason, in the, like... They seem to be unorganised with their places. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Like, in the supermarket, there'll be one area that has, like, two or three tin cans. And then you go to a different area, and there's this, like, whole wall. And that's why it took us so long, because there was a whole other area. Like, I don't know, they randomly just put stuff. Like, they're tidy, but they just are in random places. Like, it's just everywhere. Yeah, it's literally, like, if you went to Asda, Asda and Tesco's, they have the aisles and then they have like the big signs above the aisles so which tell you which aisle, what item yeah. is in which aisle. And then if you go to a jumble sale, for example, or a thrift store, everything's just everywhere. Random. In Spain, the stores, or, or like a thrift store, like everything's just everywhere. You just have to guess where it is. Yeah, you literally just have to walk around. That's why on our first day, we were literally, we were in one of the biggest ones to be fair, but um, we were in there for like three hours and that's because everything was just everywhere so we literally had to walk down every aisle to, to find what sure, we wanted you know, yeah we, yeah we got what we wanted <laughs> it's crazy honestly <laughs> right and um the last question i'm going to answer is from my friend beth <laughs> and she said do you miss me beth of course i miss you and i can't wait i to miss see you too beth <laughs> don't know who she is but um to everyone who's asked if they can come on the podcast next i.e saffron yes you can and so to everyone who asked if they can join me on my next episode of this podcast i.e saffron yes you can we'll sort that out don't worry um i'm thankful to georgie for joining me on this episode and joining me on the journey to barcelona um, and I'm thankful to all you guys for listening. Um, I hope it's provided you with an insight to Barcelona, the process and this whole life. Um, me and Georgie are now Barcelona babes, officially. Yeah, <laughs> we are so excited to see what the next five months have in store for us. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for listening. But for now, Jada says bye. <laughs>